Hey listeners, I'm Trey. And this is Dean. Along with EY. Welcome to Pocast. Reviewing films with New Orleans flavor. Yeah, let's talk about Adam Sandler's Waterboy now. Bobby Boucher. Before we reveal our opinions, whatever they may be, about this week's movie, The Waterboy, there is something that I will always love about this movie and be so thankful for. And I'm just so thankful that this movie allowed Henry Winkler to come back into the spotlight and basically rebranding himself as a comedian. That's very true. And mm-hmm. since then, he's been absolutely hysterical. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, he always does, like, the funniest stuff. Like, he's in Scream, which is one of my favorite horror movies. He plays, like, the goofy principal. But, yeah, you're right. Um, from what I read, he wanted to be in Waterboy because of Adam Sandler's song, um, the Hanukkah song. He mentions Henry, Henry Winkler. And so he was a fan of Adam Sandler's because of that and, like, wanted to work with him. And so... Waterboy was it and I think it was perfect it it really rebranded him well and it kind of re-kicked off his career well and it, it kind of created a Adam Sandler and Henry Winkler kind of relationship because he pops up again in um Little Nicky which we've mentioned on a couple of other <laughs> episodes and click <laughs> Just by chance and click, yeah. yeah he's in a, uh, a few of them. Playing his, uh, Adam Sandler's father. But yeah, when I, you know, I kind of grew up watching Happy Day reruns. I, I loved Happy Days. So when I saw this film and the Fonz appeared, I'm like, what? You know, because obviously much older than he was <laughs> during his time in, in Happy Days. And not only that, I'm sure it was a double, but you kind of get to see his ass, which... Oh, no. (laughs) That was his taut little bottom. Mm. Yeah, it was was very firm, so I I don't know. I don't think that was his, but um, (laughs) I will say I loved The Water Boy when it first came out to the extent of I used to peel off the labels of water bottles and would write high-quality H2O on them and like take it with me to school and and i mean me and my friends i at the time just absolutely loved this movie however with that said i do not think it aged well at all there's a lot of (laughs) a lot of humor and terminology in this film that i think is is definitely nowadays a little frowned upon opinions of of adam sandler aside i think this has to be like one of the most perfectly cast films in general i i mean you know adam sandler especially my opinion at the time top of his game as far as comedies go but yeah having people like henry winkler kathy bates Mm-hmm. Oh, and she was great in this. Get her name, uh, Feruza Balk. And then even characters, uh, you know, like the the bad coach, uh, played by um, Jerry Reed. And, like, it just, every character, I feel like, in this movie is just memorable. Yeah, and you also have, like, the usual Adam Sandler crew that are in all of his movies. Yes. Like, this is one of the earlier movies where I think they really show up. This was Rob Schneider's first cameo in a um a Adam
Adam Sandler film also that started the you can do it bit that returns in nearly every single Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, this is where Rob Schneider's uh, Adam Sandler gravy train started. (laughs) But you also have Peter Dante, who played the quarterback. He shows up in all of um, his films, too. Mr. Little Nicky, Big Daddy. Yeah, he's like Um, one of the regular grandma's boy. Yeah. Uh, Him, the cross-eyed football player. And then one of like the two fans that we're always seeing in the stands talking Alan to each Herbert. other. The one, not the bald one, but the one with the teeth. That's another one. He was the the main yeah, guy that's from Grandma's Boy. Alan Kervert. Okay, uh, him. Covert. Uh, but but yeah. the bald one, Trey, is Clint Howard is the brother of Ron Howard. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't, um, but I can see the resemblance. He also is in in Little Nicky and stuff, too. He plays the weird guy who rubs his nipples in the window. Uh, He shows up in a couple of Adam Sandler's movies, as well as Austin Powers. But uh, the assistant coach is another one that shows up in a bunch of his movies. Blake Clark and How Dare You. That is Sean Hunter's father from Boy Meets World. (laughs) Well, no, because he was also in fifty. He was also in Fifty First Dates. Yes, he was. Yes, yeah. he shows up in Joe Dirt. Grown ups. Grown ups. I think he was also in Little Nicky too, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's he's another. Uh, he's another Adam Sandler alum for sure. And another one, and I don't think he's been in any other Adam Sandler movies, but someone that I noticed, and I don't have his name in front of me, but the the football player that like becomes his friend early in the game early in the movie he plays bob in the walking dead oh that's interesting is that him yeah that's bob which you know he's only there for a little bit lawrence gillard jr yeah he's only in the walking dead for a couple seasons but uh yeah he played bob oh okay he's the that's one cool. that the cannibals eat his uh bitten leg always fun didn't i never recognized them from that hmm it's been a while since I watched it, and I almost I almost didn't watch it, to be honest, because I was like, I've seen it so many times. I feel like I don't have to, but I did. I'm glad I did, uh, but I, I would say my biggest complaint is is that it just, I feel like it just didn't age too well, uh, especially compared to, to some of his other films. I feel like Happy Gilmore is, to me, looking back now is is probably a little more enjoyable than than the water boy was i really just think it's one of those movies that it's all the side characters that that really carries the film oh absolutely i mean kathy bates is definitely one of the best parts of this movie hands down yes for sure any scene that she's in like those that's all the stuff that i enjoy more than the adam sandler parts is i enjoy when it's like a Kathy Bates scene or a Henry Winkler scene. Um, well, this was also a movie that, like, this was early in his career. I don't remember if, I don't know if this was before or after Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, but like, this was earlier in his career. And it was before that particular Adam Sandler character started to get annoying. Yeah. Because what I realized watching this movie, and don't get me wrong, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching this movie again i haven't seen it in years and there was even a joke in there that i know i didn't catch when i first watched it as as a kid but watching it again like i realized that the character of bobby boucher is essentially the same character from hubie halloween yeah and how similar this movie is to hubie halloween and i was i was thinking about that too and because you're right ey i don't think it aged very well either but I, 
I don't know. I I loved and hated Huey, Huey, Hall- Huey Halloween because of that as well. Like, why are you still playing this type of character? Like, What's just sad know. at that point? Because, I mean, Adam Sandler's like in his 50s at this point. And in this movie, I think they even say his age. He's like 31 or something like that. I uh, Pretty close to all of our ages. But yeah, when, when Adam Sandler, especially when it comes to his comedies, he does what he knows. Yeah. He does mm-hmm. what is going to make money. And he definitely reuses characters and voices and, and things like that. And yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you there, Trey. It's <laughs> it. it Hubie Halloween is Bobby Boucher. I mean, it, there's no argument otherwise. It's a little more grown up. Bobby Boucher. Yeah, which but isn't the Southern Mama saying much, but and it's another movie where that character has like a beautiful woman fawning all over him for oh that's some yeah. reason every Adam yeah. Sandler movie yeah that is literally yeah but like Adam every Sandler other movie. Adam Sandler movie where he's playing a semi normal person like you can get away with it but like I don't get it I mean don't get it's me wrong weird. I know Louisiana men are very similar to that I, <laughs> I speak as one myself. So, you know, where's where's my, uh, what was her name? Vicky Valancourt. Vi- Vicky Valancourt. Every, every Louisiana man like that needs a Vicky Valancourt. I did like the Vicky Valancourt character more than I did his love interest from Hubie Halloween. Yes. I know this is kind of turning into comparison, but I hated whatever her name was. I think it was another VV name because that tends to be the trend in his movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could not stand her, but I actually did kind of like Vicky. Well, that's because like, Vicky had an actual independent character of loving yes. Bobby Boucher. Like, yes. yeah, she loved him. That was a big part of her character, but she was like an independent character on her own. Also kind of a badass. Definitely <laughs> a, a badass. In a bad way. <laughs> but yeah, I actually liked her. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did think it was all sort of weird, but I, I loved her character. And, and again, I think this was a whoever the casting director was, because, again, it's a lot of the side characters that made the movie so much more uh, than it probably would have been otherwise. It's probably one of the most or some of the most amusing uh, moments in the movie is or like the scenes with the professor, with uh, Colonel Sanders or Mama's I don't know his actual again. name. But, you know, he he's in what? two two and a half small scenes isn't like a handful of scenes and i just remember when this movie came out like that was it was one of the things that everyone was talking about or everyone would would quote at the time and i just it really uh, this movie just it does it it knocks it out of the park with all of its its side characters especially seeing kathy bates with the donkey and that just that one cutaway scene of her playing badminton with the donkey (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I mean, there's a lot of good kind of visual gags in, in this film that um, one part that I always kind of cringed at was during the barbecue scene where Vicky Valancourt bites the head yeah. of the, the barbecued alligator and it yeah. makes like this crunching noise. Like it's I a just loud crunch. Too. Yeah, it's so unrealistic or, or like even the part when they're having dinner and Henry Winkler is like, can you guess what part of the snake I'm going to eat? And uh, she's like. If I would have to say, it would be his knee. It's just stupid moments like that is is really what makes this movie. But I feel like if you didn't have people 
like Kathy Bates or Henry Winkler, it just the I feel like the jokes wouldn't have landed as much. No. Mm-hmm. These are people who are like they have great comedic timing. Like and it makes all the difference, honestly. Uh but yeah, I think I I and I can see why Henry Winkler kind of ended up going in this direction career-wise. Because it really did fit well for him. And you know, Kathy Bates can pretty much play any kind of character she wants to. True. I remember her in Misery. That mm. was terrifying. Goodness. Misery, American Horror Story. She does some She does some villains. The Office. Oh, yes. She's in The Office? Yeah. She plays Joe Bennett from Sabre. I am not recalling the episodes oh my god it's, it's like, like a whole plot seasons. arc yeah it's like that's the whole reason gabe comes in and and holly comes back i am completely blanking and i'm upset she about has it. it's one of those mo- two giant dogs two great danes one of the 15 billion shows i binged during quarantine so it might be muddled up somewhere in my brain i can't believe i forgot that though that's so funny. you're fired <laughs> Anyway, Dean. Wow. Um, <laughs> but I, I do have to say, I love now kind of to a- address the fact that this is not a New Orleans movie, but it is <laughs> a, it, it's a Louisiana, well, it's mentioned. We, it's, we ma- it's a Louisiana movie. What, get away whatever. with that. But it, it's heavily a, a Louisiana Southern movie. I think, do they say exactly where it takes place? They say it takes is place it? in Jackson Bayou. I didn't take the time to look up if that was a real place. I don't think it is a real place. I mean, the football stadium was literally on a bayou. Yeah. yeah I, well, the I football stadium was... is a real football stadium. I looked that yes. up. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I forget what it was called. Here. No. It was It was a Florida. It was a Florida school. But I, I love everything about it. I, I love just how they made just about everyone like caricatures of every southern stereotype yeah. um you know For whether real. you have like you know the two fans in the you know during the football games or like Rob Snyder's character uh it's just i mean Kathy Bates in general is kind of a walking talking southern religious catholic whatever you want to call it stereotype and everything's the devil and i just you know i love the i don't want to say self-deprecating humor because it's not like adam sandler's from here or anything like that but i i definitely think they played it right yeah you <laughs> especially can, like you can appreciate the the stereotypes and the jokes being made yeah yeah, yeah for sure because yeah. while it is a character caricature it's funny because you do know people who either resemble these characters or act like these characters or, you know, yeah. They ain't, they ain't far off. They, they're not, they're well, not especially far off. Um, the um, Blake Clark's character, the assistant coach, who speaks in gibberish throughout the mm. entire <laughs> film. They're fine. I just like that kills me every time i it's such just a great concept of this overly cajun character who no one can understand his his thick cajun french accent um but yeah i it, 
But again, I feel like that just goes, you know, circling back of, of just how great the side characters are. And then, you know, I, I would say it's a typical Adam Sandler performance. Well, yeah. There's nothing really special or different that's been done from, you know, this time from Billy Madison and, and Happy Gilmore and his stuff on SNL. You know, it is what it is. It's an Adam Sandler movie. But, yeah, I can't really think of any of his other movies that quite had a cast performance like this movie does where you get these memorable jokes and and memorable performances and and things like that. It just, you know, we mentioned Little Nicky and stuff a a couple of times, but as much as I love Little Nicky, you just don't, it doesn't have quite what the water boy has. No. I think maybe Big Daddy might come close side character wise, but not um still doesn't hold a torch to Waterboy. But yeah, that's all. <laughs> so something about this movie, uh, that I don't think is a character that I think is actually pretty dead on. And I know I've, you know, heard this about other states, but I feel like here football especially college football like lsu and tulane is practically a religion and i always i always felt like the the school they go to the south it was it uh south central louisiana university or something i thought it was like lafayette i i could have sworn they mentioned lafayette at some i think point, lafayette was the other wrong. one or one of the schools they played against oh okay. but i think the school they went to was like central louisiana state university or something like that but i always think like i always compared it to lsu how accurate that is i don't know but like i don't know it's just something i appreciated and how like reverent they found they they found football to be especially when they're supporting a losing team which you know as citizens of new orleans we support the saints even when they lose more often than not we're still there for them back when they were the ants yeah back when they were the ants <laughs> uh, yeah. we have a super bowl so suck my dick um <laughs> not not that i even watch football let's be honest um, but i thought yeah I no just, I, I thought that I, was pretty good i get what you're saying i mean it's definitely a a culture at least to me more in the south and and obviously the biggest example being lsu i mean i mean it's almost strange that college football is is pretty much on par with the nfl and and things like that i mean it gets it definitely gets pretty crazy out here but yeah i i don't watch football or really i don't watch any sports in general so i can't really speak on it too much but yeah i i get what you're saying it's definitely another level of poking fun of itself or the south in general plus something i really liked uh i noticed whenever they're whenever they were at the rally that uh the outside rally that like the other team comes and kind of breaks up did any of y'all notice the signs they were holding no No. not really so one of them one of the signs are holding in the back is supposed it's supposed to say aquaman can but instead of a q it's with a g (laughs) Oh my goodness. And it's Agua misspelled. Man. Or it's agua like water. Yeah. Agua. Oh my goodness. I just thought that was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It makes me wish I would have like paid more attention to the background now. So I did read um 
that this film was not supposed to take place in Louisiana. Apparently, because Adam Sandler's, like, roommate or college roommate or something was the writer of this, like, brought him with him to SNL. So he made a career out of it. But apparently this movie was supposed to take place in, like, New England. And they came down to New Orleans for, like, a trip or something and decided to change it to New Orleans, which kind of makes sense. Well, see, it is a New Orleans movie. A Louisiana movie, even if it wasn't filmed here. I mean, that's interesting because I can't imagine this film taking as like, place in New England. Yeah, it yeah, feels like it would be an else. entirely different movie. I feel like half the comedy in this movie was like satirical Louisiana stereotypes, like which made the movie. So I'm not really sure how this movie was supposed to play out as a New England movie. But I am glad they changed it to Louisiana. I mean, I feel like with it being in Louisiana, you can get away with Bobby Boucher just not being very smart and just kind of being like this sheltered swamp resident Cajun (laughs) without like getting too into like, is he mentally deficient? Is there something actually going on there? Like he just could just be, you know, dumb. Whereas if he's like in the Upper East and like New England, I feel like you lose that idea of like being a swamp person and you have to address like, is there something wrong with him? Like, did you see Observe and Report? Uh, I don't think I did. It was with Seth Rogen. It was essentially a better version of uh, Paul Blart. But like, it's funny. It's a very funny movie. But at some point you have to realize that the person you're laughing at is a guy with fetal alcohol syndrome. And you have to kind of let that sink (laughs) in and like realize that. And I mean, it's still funny. Like it's, it's still very funny and they do kind of address it. But like with something like the water boy where all of his just kind of dumbness can just come from, you know, the stereotype of being raised in the middle of a swamp by this kind of ignorant Bible thumping cajun woman like you can kind of toss that on to that oh my god unless unless there are unless there are swamp people in new england i don't know what the equivalent of a swamp person in new england would be trey i think you need to stop referring to them as swamp people because if (laughs) if we get a bunch of angry handwritten letters from swamp people because they don't know how to use computers wow i'm gonna be a little upset Trey. how do we know we if they're angry they'd be misspelling everything and wouldn't be able to read them oh my goodness <laughs> oh boy <laughs> we're just gonna perpetuate per- perpetuate all those stereotypes and i do just want to say a couple episodes back i talked about people eating nutrias and rob schneider was totally eating a nutria in this movie he was he was like bloody and all like, I thought it was, it was a like, rabbit. Was it a nutria? Probably. It makes more uh, sense for it to be a nutria than a rabbit. I guess. I don't I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a good Rob Schneider trivia question. In what Adam Sandler movie? Sorry, I have to be more specific. <laughs> oh. For some reason, I was actually thinking about the animal the other day. I think that's the only other I think that's the only Rob Schneider movie I know that's not an Adam Sandler movie. Wasn't there one that he turned into like a girl? Well, uh, yes. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, it's not Hot Chicks. It might have been The Hot Chick. It might have been The Hot Chick. It's so hard to keep track because it, it's like all these people appear obviously in like Adam Sandler movies and then they kind of do a couple of spinoffs 
and it's hard to keep track of like what is technically I'm sure it's like isn't it like Billy Madison Productions isn't that yeah, like his it's all in his, under his production umbrella but I can't remember if yeah like the animal and the hot chick or whatever that movie was called is one of those productions but I I mean and what it was it was the Deuce Bigelow too. Oh yeah, I'll Those say this: <laughs> Deuce Bigelow was actually pretty good. It's yeah, it's been a the, long time the, since I've seen it. The first one, I yeah, the first. One. Remember the second one being pretty bad, but EY, if you had to give this movie between one and five drunk cheerleaders, no, I take that back. If you had to give this movie one out of five drunk mud dog mascots, what would you give it? If you were asking past me in elementary school i would have given this movie a a five out of five uh however kind of i think it had some nostalgic factor um re-watching it again after a couple of years but i just think the biggest thing to me is it's definitely a product of its time and and as i mentioned before it there's a lot about this movie that didn't age well and you know that can be debatable on on how you feel about it now and and stuff like that but I just I'm gonna repeat myself again and again about this but I just the cast in general and the side characters and all of those people um, from Kathy Bates to Henry Winkler to Blake Clark and everyone else it just they did such a good job with really making the side characters the highlight of the movie because, I mean, Adam Sandler is funny and, and Bobby Boucher was a, a funny character, but really the majority of the, the jokes and visual gags come from everyone else. So with that said, I mean, I, I enjoyed the film. I didn't not like it, but my humor has changed. You know, overall, I think, just rewatching it now, it didn't leave a bad taste in my mouth or anything like that. It just, I could definitely see, especially with some of uh, his more modern day movies, uh, where I've grown and changed and, and kind of how my humor and taste has changed over the years. Whereas Adam Sandler is really hasn't, especially with these types of movies. So yeah, I mean, I would give this movie a, a three out of five. I almost want to give it a two, uh, but really I think just the cast and Kathy Bates and everyone else kind of elevate that to a three. If I've never seen this movie before, I probably would have given it a two out of five, but I think because of, of my history with the film and enjoyment from it, it, it gets a little bump. EY pretty much took all of the words right out of my mouth. The film didn't age well, but it's still a classic. And it still had its moments where it was funny and I giggled. Uh, maybe not like full on belly laughs, but you know, it was still funny. But it was it was definitely all the other characters besides Adam Sandler that made this movie a lasting movie. I'm not sure. I I really wonder if it would have done as well at all. Like if that would have been the end of Adam Sandler movies had the rest of the cast pretty much not carried that movie on their backs. It's a good movie, 
that I watched, you know, no problems, you know, I wasn't annoyed by having to watch it, but I think I'm going to go with uh, what EY said and give it a three out of five. I think the cast carried that film an extra star or extra drunk mascot than what it probably would have gotten otherwise. I can I can agree with what you're saying. Like we said, the the side characters were definitely the best part. Um, like for me, Kathy Bates and Henry Winkler stole the show anytime they were on screen. Sitting down and watching this movie, I was really looking forward to it, and I enjoyed it, and I I definitely laughed, but it definitely wasn't the the laugh I was expecting because you're right. I, you know, grew up watching this movie and I haven't watched it in years. So I was kind of expecting that same experience. Uh, and it just wasn't that I don't necessarily know if I agree if it ages well, aside from the fact that, like we said, a lot of Adam Sandler movies, as much as I like them and as much as I miss good Adam Sandler movies, a lot of them do just kind of pull from the same pool of jokes and this is, and while this is definitely one of those movies that it's the first pool of jokes, I've now seen those jokes done over and over in all of those other movies. So coming back to it now kind of is just kind of like seeing the same thing again. But I did enjoy it. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to up y'all and I'm going to give it a four, four out of five drunk mascots you know for a lot of the same reasons uh you know especially like i said for kathy bates and henry winkler who like i said at the beginning i'll always be thankful this movie for henry winkler's renewed career as a comedian and everything he's done since then thank you for listening to this week's episode don't forget to like and review us on your preferred podcast app you can stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Podcast Nola Podcast or on Twitter at Podcast Nola. Suggestions and feedback, positive or negative, can be sent to us directly at podcastnolapodcast at gmail.com. Oh, shit. I, <laughs> this happens every time. I'm sorry. sorry, guys. All right. We need to. Am I starting up a again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. One, two, three.